Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 11 to 1. Monday Motivation. Motivation. On LMFM. You will never succeed at anything. Nobody will give you a job looking like that. Just some of the negativity Baz Black has received in his life. The first comment, by the way, was from a teacher, a common occurrence for Baz uh, throughout his teenage years because it was clear from an early age he was never going to conform to society's ideas of who he should be. He was always the dreamer at school, flourishing at creative writing, art and music, but less interested in the academic side so much. So teachers felt he wasn't going to succeed. At age 17, he got his first tattoo and now 70% of his body is covered in various tattoos, including his face. He's been asked to move in restaurants. He's been refused a gym membership and is stared at when he goes out and about. But Baz says he wouldn't feel like himself if he didn't have the tattoos on his body. He was told in acting college to give up the idea of writing his own scripts. He was told to give up on the dream of acting because production companies would never hire him because of the tattoos. Despite the limitations other people have placed on him and the negativity they've shown him, he has flourished. He owns his own business in Dundalk, Baz Black Piercing Tattoo and Body Modification Studio. He's written a best-selling novel, Ink Princess. Three films he's written and directed and they've picked up top awards at independent film festivals. He's a successful actor, Into the Badlands, Blue Bloods, Dublin Murders, just some of his on-screen credits. He lives by the mantra that you should be whoever makes you happy and you don't have to conform to other people's expectations of you in order to become successful. I'm delighted to have Baz Black with me for much needed Monday motivation. How are you doing, Baz? I'm good. Wow, that was some introduction. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, it's so deserved. It really, really is deserved, you know, uh, because as you know, your Instagram post that you uh, posted up over the, the weekend, that struck a chord with me. So I had to invite you on to the show to give us Monday motivation today. But take me back because you were always a daydreamer. So much so uh, that teachers didn't think that you were going to excel very much in life. What did you spend your day dreaming about when you were supposed to be doing your lessons in school? Uh, everything and anything really. Anything that got me outside of those walls. Um, I just always had such an active mind. Um, and I mean, I suppose it would be described as a form of ADD. You know, I was just always trying to focus on so many other things and academic wise I just was was automatically bored so but anything creative like in English or any arts or building instruction I was fine on that side as long as I was kind of being creative but uh, academic wise just yeah nothing but I mean music was a major major influence and I've been a a drummer since yeah 
Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And in, in, in a couple of different bands, which I'm definitely going to get to as well. But do you remember, because this was said to you, you know, quite quite a bit. And when I say it there, it's quite harsh. You know, you'll never succeed at anything. Like, this is very harsh to say to a teenager in school. Like, how did that resonate with you when they said it? Like, did you just roll your eyes and carry on or did it really affect you? Well, I mean, in their defence, I was hard work. Like, I was no angel. And if the shoe was on the other foot, I probably would have say it, said the same thing about me. Um, because I was kind of re- rebelling against the the fundamentals of the whole school thing, you know. And mm. um, so, yeah, I mean, certain teachers were great. I mean, my, my English teacher used to call me the director even back then because I had such an interest in film and writing. And, you know, so there was support systems there. Um, and then just some other teachers did project kind of a, a negativity onto it. Um, and basically, I would have been, you know, chosen as least likely to succeed because I, I never really conformed to the, the ideas of what you should be academically in school. But on the other side, it was the creativity that I was constantly pushing, you know. So it's like a double-edged sword. So I kind of understand where they're coming from. Um, but, yeah, I mean certain words and certain senses you have to be so careful because they mm. can change your life and dent your confidence as well so so it, and it obviously it obviously did stay with you you know so much so that you, you you put it into this Instagram post but you know you you left school and you know you decided right okay I'm going to pursue what I want which was so far off the CAO form uh in terms of subject choices and all sorts of stuff. Because you were always, as well as the film and the creative side of things, you're always fascinated by tattoos and piercing as well. So you wanted to work in this in this industry. So how did people react to this? Because, you know, you can't put something like this down in a CAO form. Yeah, I mean, like the initial reaction was, was shock, you know. Um, and I, from a very young age, I was always fascinated with tattoos and piercings and not just that, just anything that was different. It, it drew me to it. Um, and I always kind of went against the grain. I never planned on being as heavily tattooed as I am. It just kind of organically happened. If I wanted to get something that had meaning, I would get it. Um, but career-wise then, um, I, like, I can't draw to save my life. So it was always the piercing side of things that I wanted to, to get into. Um, it absolutely fascinated me. And I just, I knew myself that I was going to succeed at it. So much so that, like, I did, I got a tattoo, a small tattoo on my face when I was 17 as my commitment to the industry that I knew I was going to go down that path. And as you know, that rules you out of, you know, mm-hmm. 95% of every other job. Um, but it's kind of things like that that I've always been very goal-driven orientated and I don't necessarily express it to people I just know myself that that's my path and and not being like obnoxious or egotistical about mm. it I never seek anybody's approval you know if it's something that I feel like I want to do and I'm going to push I just do it you know Absolutely and and you left Ireland uh, to learn the trade in California worlds away from this country I mean did you feel then that you could flourish that little bit more moving away from Ireland? Yeah definitely I mean uh, it's the culture out there, especially in California, is so much more open. Um, and you're, you're free to express yourself a lot more without, without judgment. And in Ireland, it is slowly but surely, it is changing. But I still feel that a lot of people are repressed as regards expressing themselves uh, for fear of judgment from, from other people. And then just when you go out to somewhere like America, there's so many different walks of life. And, you know, nobody really cares what you're doing, you know. Mm. So, yeah, I just, I kind of, 
I have to say, when I went out there, it changed my whole perspective. And I did come back a different person. Like, it just, it was one of the best things that I ever did. Yeah, absolutely. To, to go out and, and, and move away from this. Now, I just outlined some of the negativity that people have shown you. Like, I can't even imagine how this must be like. This is just you and a day to day life. Tell me about being refused a gym membership, you know, without mentioning the gym, obviously. But, you know, what, what was that like? Yeah, I mean, that was um, when I was living and working in Dublin as a piercer and it was a gym just, just down from the shop. Um, but, like, I mean, the irony, I suppose, of it is I am a qualified fitness instructor as well, you know, and I have worked in gyms. Wow, OK. Just, yeah, I just went in to, to fill out the form. I was sitting there and then the assistant came over to me halfway through the form and she's like, oh, I'm really sorry, I can't let you join. And I was like, OK, why? And uh, she pointed over to her manager and she said, I'm really sorry, but the manager says, with your visible tattoos and a haircut like yours, we just can't have you as a member. So <laughs> I was just like dumbfounded, you know, and I just kind of laughed it off. And, and, you know, it was only actually a, a few years later that I look back on it and it's like, wow, that was just like unbelievable. You know, I don't know if that would happen in this day and age because mm. things have slightly moved on. But um, yeah, and I mean, the negativity and, a lot, you know, a lot of people would say, well, you bring it on yourself because you chose to get tattooed. And unfortunately, as human beings, we do judge aesthetically. And um, my defense of that is that, uh, like, I don't do it for anyone else's approval. I do it for myself. And unfortunately, the world we live in, you are met with that judgment. And it's kind of how we've been programmed um, to judge aesthetically. And uh yeah, like I can see why people would say, well, it's your own fault. You bring that negativity onto you. And it is tough, especially if I'm out with my friends or my family and the stares and the comments and all that kind of stuff. It, it does. It gets tough for them. I'm kind of used to it. So Yeah, I, I, I understand. But it shouldn't. It shouldn't be the way. And, you know, you're so calm about this. I mean, you know, you take like you as you're, you're laughing it off there. I mean, in a, in a sense there, the, the whole gym membership situation. I mean. That it would have my blood boiling, but maybe we're different people, Baz, obviously. Uh, you know, so you, you don't feel any anger or resentment towards people when they treat you really negatively. Well, I mean, that's not necessarily true, you know. And one thing about me is, like, I, I have a really, really bad temper, you know. So that's something I have to be aware of and rein it in. And, yeah, there are people that want to make comments and stuff like that. But I, I understand people being curious and asking mm. questions. I have to deal with all that side of it. But when it flips over to them being insulting or anything like that, then I, I nip it in the bud straight away. I don't I don't put up with that at all. But unfortunately, I mean, that it reflects in a way that I, I try and avoid going out anywhere in pubs or as bad as people are in daytime real, when they have a few drinks in them, they feel mm. it's okay to come up and start touching you and, you know, making comments and stuff like that. So I... I find myself being more of an introvert because of the way I look, which is not a good thing, you know. And even the the topic you mentioned there about I've been asked to move in a restaurant, and like that's just one out of many many cases uh, I've been refused into pubs and clubs and stuff like that because of the way I look. Um, and like I said, unfortunately, it's just the way humans are, are programmed. Brought. Yeah, because do they think that oh this fellow's going to bring trouble with him? Like, is that the initial reaction? Yeah, I think so. Mm. You know? I mean, there's that kind of stigma that's slowly moving on, you know, and I, I understand it from a generation point of view because that was the stigma, you know. It yeah. Sailors or whatever was attached to it. Um, but yeah, I, I think that is the, the reason for it. But then the guy that's, you know, suited and booted 
you know, he'll get in and he's going to be the one that caused the trouble, you know. So it's just, again, it's just judging by aesthetics. And that's in all walks of life, you know. Unfortunately, you are judged by by your religion, your sexuality, how you look, you know. And um, I hope that it is slowly, slowly progressing. Oh, absolutely. And you made an incredible video with a local makeup artist here as well in Carlingford. Uh, and it was kind of... It was highlighting what you're saying there, you know, because I'm sure you were curious, um, you know, as to if I didn't get these tattoos and if I didn't have the face tattoos, particularly, wh- how would my life be? And you created this amazing video around this. Tell me about this. Yeah, I mean, the idea for that just came from, again, my kind of my mantra, you know, be whoever makes you happy. Um, and basically it was just taking some of the stigmatizations out of what, you know, I've gone through um, and basically, I covered my all my tattoos completely um, with makeup. Um, my amazing friend Marie Murphy, she completely covered them. Had a wig on, took my piercings out, had glasses on, and then the whole piece was, you know, just an office worker that was going into work, that was doing the nine to five, that was absolutely miserable because they weren't expressing themselves. And then by the end of the video, slowly taking off the makeup and revealing their true self, which was playing with my band at, at night. You know, but um, yeah, just to see myself with no tattoos and, you know, everybody always says to me, oh, what happens when you're older? You're going to regret them. And my automatic defense mechanism would be no live for today, no regrets. But at the back of your mind, you always do wonder, you know, what yeah. your life would be like without them. But I, I honestly have to say when I was looking in the mirror, I absolutely hated what I said. It was like a stranger looking back at me. It was so strange, but it was a good affirmation that I was happy with my choice that I'd made and this is me and I'm comfortable with it, you know. But uh, yeah, with the makeup, it was so well done that uh, my own mother actually introduced herself to me. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love that, that she didn't recognise you at all. And she she was just as shocked, I think, as you. She was like, oh God, get it all off, wasn't she? Yeah, she was, yeah. She was like, just doesn't look like you at all, you know. The only giveaway was was the eyes, you know. Yeah. my little, my little niece didn't miss a beat. She she stopped for a second and she looked at me and then she's like, oh, I know it's you because she spotted I had uh, one little tattoo on my palm of my hand. Uh, so she was she, on the ball. She knew she was on the ball. And, you know, talking about films, because um, despite, you know, as I mentioned in the in the, in the the outro for this um, or in the intro for this, that, you know, so many people, you know, you went to acting school and they said, oh, listen, man, give it up. You're never going to get parts. Uh, other people in the group were always saying as well, don't write your own scripts. That'll never work. You have written and directed three short films. Your directorial debut, Reflection, picked up Best European Short and you received the Albert um Pion Inspiration Award for Best Director. Um, fair to say that that's, uh, you know, proving them all wrong, Baz. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I suppose this is the whole taking a negative, turning it into a positive. And, you know, like I said, words can resonate so much and people can flippantly say stuff. But I mean, if I had to listen to that particular acting coach, you know, and when it was said to me, it was a dent in my confidence and I was thinking, geez, I just should give up, you know. Um, but then you kind of go the other way and you're like, okay, well, I'm going to prove them wrong, you know? And sometimes you just have to block out the voices of negativity and just, you know, roll with it and run with it and just prove those people wrong because they're obviously projecting their insecurities on you. And some people, for whatever reason, they just don't want to see you succeed. They want to just keep you down because maybe they don't feel that they've accomplished what they set out for in life, you know? So, um, yeah, I mean, as regards writing, I've always been writing and film, absolutely, you know, fascinated with it. And then 
obviously I've been doing the acting for quite a while so getting the chance to actually make films is just like a dream come true and the, the, the reason why I even wrote the first film was because um, as much as I love getting cast playing you know the villain and the drug dealer <laughs> that's fun to play but my first short was uh, me getting to show another side of it that just because I look like this it doesn't necessarily mean that I have to act like this so um, and I think that story kind of really resonated with people and people were like, wow, you never see somebody who looks like me on screen being so, you know, sincere and sensitive and stuff like that. This so. is it. It's very much the typecast and you're, you're, you're switching all that around, which I absolutely love. What would you say the biggest challenge is that you faced in your life? And, and what did you learn about yourself going through it? Yeah, I suppose, I mean, silencing my own self-doubt would be a, a major one for me. Um, and then like dealing with, anxiety you know and and dealing with um i like i said never been diagnosed with the add thing like having mm. to try and focus myself you know because i when you have a kind of a creative mind you're just like constantly hopping from one thing to the other and sometimes i just need to sl- i'm getting better at it. i just need to slow myself down and just focus in on on the thing that i am doing uh, on that day and try not to get distracted and um, so yeah i mean those collectively you know and then i mean like so many people in the country like depression as well is you know you have to try and stay stay one step ahead of that because it's so easy to consume you you know and again that's what reflection my first film is about it is about you know suicide in ireland it's such an epidemic and it's something especially amongst men that's you know still not talked about because they feel like they can't express themselves and i had so many messages from men who had seen that film thanking me, you know, just because they related to it so much. Um, so, yeah, I suppose they would be the, the biggest challenges and just kind of, you know, finding your own voice and finding your confidence and trying to block out the negativity. Absolutely. Well, I th- I'd say you would ha- have absolutely achieved those. Uh, in terms of, you know, uh, just finishing up with this, you know, normally um, on Monday Motivation, we find people who are, you know, happy, living, fulfilled lives. They have a very specific morning routine. Could you share yours with us? Yeah, well, I mean, um, nothing starts without coffee. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, in these times, obviously, it's a little bit different, but I would uh, normally on a weekday, I'd always get to the gym and that's kind of my, my start for the day um, just to kind of get the, get the body moving, getting the brain working. And I try to make a plan then for my day and I kind of, uh, I get a bit overwhelmed if my day is too set in stone. So yeah. I don't know whether that's just, you know, the creative side of it. I just, I don't like it to be too, and especially if I have, a calendar that's full I try not to think about it I get too stressed out so yeah I try and focus on one or two things that I needed to get done for the day um, and try and eat properly as best I can and then there's a stupid I don't know if you remember um, that song the sunscreen song that yes like, yeah a mantra thing and I don't know what it was but there's one line in that just resonated with me like all through my life and it's just that do make sure you do one thing every day that scares you so if love like, that. it comes up or if I'm like talking myself out of writing or if, you know, if something scares me, I'm like, OK, that's my one thing today that I'm going to do that scares me. And that's kind of how I, I get over. It. I know it sounds kind of silly, but that's my little. No, I love that. I absolutely love that. And you're making me want to go back and listen to that song now. Baz, thank you so, so much for taking the time to chat to me today. Continued success in all of your creative endeavours. It's been an absolute pleasure having you for Monday Motivation. Thanks a million. I appreciate it. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 